As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up? What's up? This is Elijah with the Pioneer Spirit Podcast. Um, here with Dan. And uh, yeah, we're about to get into it. Um, for those of y'all that are just kind of tuning in, this podcast is about uh, kind of just the entrepreneur spirit the pioneer spirit as we like to call it um the definition is the willingness to endure hardship in order to explore new places and try new things uh so we feature people and profiles that kind of fit that um kind of specifically here in atlanta um hopefully not limited to that in the near future um but yeah we have a great interview today and we cannot wait to share with you so here's dan and i goofing off right before the interview what's up <laughs> it's the pioneer spirit podcast yes sir what's your boys Dan Dunk with a Z. Dan Dunks at Dan Dunk at Dan Dunks and at No Twitter Elijah, <laughs> uh, the healthy one in the relationship. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, submit myself to a lot of that stuff. I used to be on Twitter, but I don't I don't really know why I stopped. But I used to be huge on Twitter. Yeah, but it's like how a I get my news. Ago. It's how I get my news. It's like literally I follow no friends. Like it's only I follow like news and funny people and like, like celebrities. Not celebrities, but like people I look up to, like business leaders, thought leaders. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like inspiration for me. It's like curated That's funny. Inspiration. My personal Instagram is literally just like my close friends and meme accounts. Like that's it. I guess that's kind of like inspiration. <laughs> Literally, look, when I go through Instagram now, I've been off for like three months since the beginning of the year. And I literally, if I have a second unhealthy thought, whatever spurred that thought, I just mute that profile. Like, really? Just instant mute. Like, Am I muted? No, you're you're okay. very much Because uh, I just post favorited. funny stuff. My Instagram is at Elijah Richards, if you want to 
come get the funny follow come get the yeah one time i posted this uh i reposted a meme because i just thought it was funny and it went viral straight up well i posted on instagram shared it to facebook and it got like a hundred thousand shares way to go fuck jerry yeah i know it was uh (laughs) it was when uh president trump was inaugurated (laughs) and it was a it was like an aerial photo of the white house or the uh the lawn. yard or whatever yeah yeah and there like wasn't that many people there and it was like trump 20 whatever whenever you got elected and then it was like obama obama and then it was and then it said metallica and it was like them playing <laughs> like in russia and there was like you know a million people there and i just thought it was hilarious and that's literally what i use instagram for is to share memes that i just think are really really that's funny. amazing not like really generic ones that you see but um yeah so i have that that's a resume builder there you go i think so maybe making people laugh is definitely it well welcome guys to the the pioneer spirit podcast we are your hosts this is what we do we we typically come and shoot the shit uh but we are here because we are builders of we 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 build things businesses and we typically fail at it and <laughs> typically typically yes. fail and you forward. never really hear about it no nope. until now so we're here to Talk about being an entrepreneur, not a successful entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur that is now selling his business for millions of dollars, but the entrepreneur who has some employees, drama, bills to pay, and something we believe in. Yeah, and uh, we recorded this interview, um, his last, it was in the fall. Um, and it is a guy who I have been associated with. Um, for the last like couple of years, ever since I moved down to Atlanta, sure. Um, and it was like one of those weird, like I wouldn't call it a friendship, but I wouldn't, I don't know what else to call it because we knew of each other and sure like, you did. It's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Like, never had an issue with him. And then uh, finally, I was just like, dude, you want to come on the podcast? And I learned everything about him that I wanted to know <laughs> just by interviewing him. And I like love him even more now. But Jared's uh, amazing. Yeah, his name is Jared. Uh, he is the one of the co-founders of Brother Moto here in Atlanta. It's a uh, DIY motorcycle garage and coffee shop. Um, and actually, they are one of our retailers. They carry our stuff. I think one of the th- my favorite things that you guys will hear about is that he had actually a very successful uh, coding business where he was making, he had the, the most popular uh, WordPress theme on WordPress, him and a couple guys had, mm-hmm. had created this incredible theme and were could have basically like kind of just bankrolled yeah. their lives for a long time just doing that. And he just realized he wasn't happy. Right. Uh, and that takes a lot of guts. Yeah. So. It takes a lot of guts to step away from something like that, especially if you know how that world operates and how lucrative it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I mean like props to him for sure and he's got something like really really rad going on so yeah, if does. you are in atlanta and you've never heard of brother moto you've probably been uh living under a rock hope so for sure we'll but check it out yeah. welcome to the pioneer spirit podcast that's Thank the you. name pioneer. The okay yeah <laughs> yeah so um yeah why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself um Give us a uh, ASL, age, sex, location. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 34, uh, male, 
and in Atlanta, Georgia. I was hoping you'd say yes, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. But we'll roll with that. <laughs> uh, this is Jared Erickson. He, uh, you're the owner, right? Yeah. Of Brother Moto? Yeah. yeah. So owner, founder, Brother Moto, um, coffee shop and DIY garage. Um, yeah, really prominent yeah. business in Atlanta. I see your shit everywhere <laughs> on everybody. Um, so yeah, it's kind of cool because I've always known about your company known who you are um but i don't know anything about you yeah <laughs> we I, always same just with talk you. business like, yeah, yeah. we see each other all the time and it's just like yeah, yeah what's, up, what's going on in the business and all yeah. that so I'm, I'm really happy to be able to sit down and yeah man for sure know you more and be able to share some of my failures yeah and i mean i've been <laughs> following uh for a, a i guess since you guys started mm -hmm. i wasn't i wasn't living in atlanta or georgia when uh i guess you guys first started but yeah just being from here, it was like, oh, cool. This is new Atlanta thing. That's yeah. rad. Like, um, you had a shop at one location in East Atlanta Village, mm -hmm. and then that was a whole like shit show yeah. that I followed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess um, how we can start is like, why Brother Moto? What What did you see that made you go? That would be a good idea. Yeah, let's try it out. And yeah, let's just kind of shoot the shit from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I kind of moved to the city eight years ago now, mm -hmm. um, and was in the motorcycles, um, and lived in a loft, didn't really have a place to work on it. You know, we'd sit down in the summer sun, uh, mm -hmm. getting beat down, uh, would be bringing parts back up in the loft, making the whole place smell like gas. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, around the same time I met, uh, co-founder Bobby Russell and, um, you know, we kind of both had the same experiences just like not having a place to, to wrench on stuff. Um, cause we had both have vintage bikes that broke down all the time. Yeah. And we're and specifically like, in the city. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. And there's no really shops. Uh, also being new to the city, we just didn't really know where to go to find other like motorcyclists. Right. right. Um, uh, a lot of that's, you know, other than like biker bars and stuff. And those are kind of very, uh, exclusive. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, so we just, I, I, I come from a design, graphic design background. Uh, I still do some freelance and stuff. And Bobby was a photographer. And we just kind of had an idea like, I mean, what if we had a shared space that was very inclusive and welcomed anybody? Uh, I had a DIY garage. And, you know, we wanted to add a um, coffee shop to kind of make it a welcoming experience. Right. Uh, but being from design background and photographer, we wanted to brand it well and make it more than just like a shitty garage that, you know, some mechanic created. Right. Yeah. Um, and you guys have done a super good job. Thanks. Like with all the branding. <laughs> I love it. And that, that's definitely one of the hardest things, like doing all the design for your own stuff mm -hmm. is impossible you're like never satisfied with it never happy i don't have a brand guide right you know i, I do everything that i would tell a client not to do right yeah 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 <laughs> i'm like yeah I always use these colors as font yeah and i'm i'm sitting there just it's the yeah. same for us too because yeah. i'm kind of that guy mm -hmm. outside of like our t-shirt designs we outsource that yeah. because i'll never be happy with that <laughs> so i just give that away to somebody else but like website stuff, the graphics, yeah. like all the little like teeny things that we can save money on oh, if I yeah. just do it. Yeah. Like I'm constantly just 
updating it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know what would make this better, you know? <laughs> and then I'm I'm not pleased with what I just did. You yeah. Know? It's always just this like never ending circle. Yeah. And you but, always wait till the last minute just because it's like, oh, that's what I got. Oh, get yeah, out. yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and then you're up until 4 a.m. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Exactly. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, that's cool. So it's kind of like a, the, the concept is a co-working space, but for yeah, motorcycles. For motorcycles. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and that's, so we kind of had the idea. We, um, uh, had a third partner in the beginning, uh, Brandon Turner, and he built a bike. Um, and we're like, well, if we're going to do this idea, we had no business model. We had no, like, anything written down as far as yeah. like how we're going to make money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so Brandon built this bike and we decided, Hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to need a space. We can't afford a space. So we raffled off this bike. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of our first build and a way of introducing ourselves. And this was back about five years ago, uh, four or five years ago. And when Instagram was still like kind of fresh, yeah. uh, the, algorithm hadn't changed yeah we talk about that in previous oh yeah it's it's crazy how uh, how great it was oh man (laughs) i think back to those days (laughs) could you imagine how much money everybody would be making i know wasn't yeah if if that never happened yeah it's incredible golly man yeah i i know why obviously i know why they did it yeah they they need to make money play you know but yeah pre-algorithm and days were amazing yeah and you know back four or five years ago it's like the motorcycle custom scene was like becoming something yeah you know because of instagram social media mm-hmm. yeah so we we looked around for spaces uh found a shop in east atlanta village um behind uh flat iron bar and east atlanta uh for people not in atlanta is like kind of the grungy you know yeah. uh rock and roll side of town so mm-hmm. we're like perfect fit for now yeah yeah for now for until now. yeah the condos <laughs> go up and, right yeah there's yeah i, I love east that. atlanta man i felt like that was a perfect little yeah neighborhood yeah. for you guys so do we yeah. yeah it was yeah it was about three thousand square feet you yeah. know had it was a weird building with like a garage door in the back and the front and but that works for what yeah. you were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. We loved it. Uh, so, you know, we built that out as kind of like a retail space mm-hmm. and a DIY garage. And it was just, it was a really cool vibe just cause, um, you know, it was just us there and it was just people will come hang out most of the time. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have the coffee at that time. We actually, leased out the space next to us to build out a coffee shop and we we're gonna like tear down a oh, wall okay and stuff i didn't know that so yeah. you actually had two buildings right next to each other yeah okay yeah um and right after we signed the lease on the second space we got noticed that uh the neighborhood zoning would not allow us to be there and function so yeah. it was kind of a uh big hit in the side where they're basically saying we were a repair shop and only two repair shops could be in that neighborhood and there already were two two of them yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and because of zoning laws there was nothing that like uh diy garage or you know like a community they didn't get the concept of what you were doing yeah they just said engines and yeah wrenches that means repair shop right right um so that was kind of a that was a huge hit yeah massive hit yeah. How long was that lease that you signed on the? We signed like a eight year lease and we on the got, coffee shop. Uh, yeah, yeah, on both spaces. Uh, it was it was the same 
landlord. And, and this is uh, like a year in. Yeah, about a year in, and <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, all right, what are we gonna do? Yeah. You know, um, and we we try to fight it. We put out a petition that had like ten thousand signatures on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and got a lot of support from the community, even a lot of people from the yeah. neighborhood. I think that was around the time that I was yeah, like, I think going, oh, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What is this thing? Just cause it, there was a huge response for that. Like mm-hmm. in the community, like yeah. all my friends were like, say brother moto, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, which was incredible just to have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time I think we had like 80 members or something and you know, they were all helping out um trying to trying to make it stay there right. um you know we love the spot and everything but uh yeah and then they the at that time congressperson was like nope yeah and um yeah so we had to decide either do we just shut down the garage portion and make it retail and the coffee mm-hmm. um or do we like pick up and try to find another spot right so yeah we decided that like you know, the, the DIY garage is why we started mm-hmm. and, you know, that's part of who we are. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to just be a coffee shop with motorcycles in it. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So I guess that's kind of like, it kind of hits the nail on the head when it comes from like a, a benefit of failure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because now you're in like a super dope spot mm-hmm. in Cabbage Town, mm-hmm. kind of around the corner. It's not far away, but yeah. How many square feet is that spot? Yeah, we went from 3,000 to about 6,500 Yeah, feet, so, so I mean, like, you kind of upgraded throughout yeah. this whole thing, but I'm sure the process along the way, too, with, like, yeah. your lease, yeah. zoning, relocating, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have memberships, too, mm-hmm. that I'm assuming were put on hold yeah, well, for a little bit. And that was one of the cool things and, you know, made us realize what we were doing was special, was, like, most of it. Most of our members stayed and most of them wanted to continue paying. Yeah. So they were paying for almost a year where we didn't have a space. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have a place to work on, but we still try to like make them feel included. You right. Know? But they wanted to see it be a thing. You right. Know, they yeah. wanted it. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, we kind of. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grasp a little bit about um, 
how it's doing, what you're doing now and everything, but I want to kind of go back to your graphic design mm -hmm. days. Like what were you what were you doing before Brother Moto? Yeah. That like gave you this ambition to say, "Yo, I want to do this." Yeah. Like, why not? Let's do it. Like what were you doing beforehand and um why'd you stop doing it? Yeah. Um I mean, you said you you still do graphic design yeah. on the side, but like kind of a side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I I um let's see. I I wanted to be a hairstylist when I was like Oh, okay. You know, 18, whatever. Yeah. Uh, was doing that for a while and then got into design. I was always like artistic, I guess, but didn't realize you could make money doing it mm -hmm. until people started paying me to do their MySpaces. And, oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> I, I got pretty good at like flash development. Okay. And cool. so I, I kind of started on the web side of things. Mm -hmm. um, and then just, yeah, started designing the websites and then designing for print. And then, you know, right. it's like, one thing led to another and just enjoyed doing it. Love the aesthetic of everything and cre being able to create that. Um, yeah. So I, I, I guess I've been like freelance or self-employed for 15, 16 years, wow. you know, and yeah. like never really had a boss and yeah. uh, always just kind of work for myself. So you've been living this life yeah. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So, so it's kind of, I don't know if it's like a personality thing. It's just like, I'll just, think of something and do it, you know, right. instead of like having it all planned out yeah, and yeah. Uh, written down and everything. Um, yeah. So just been, uh, you know, I've had a few really good clients that floated me for years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I also, I was married for a while and for like 10 years and uh, my wife and I started a company, uh, which she's now still running. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of been, I don't know. I I guess that entrepreneur spirit of just like, yeah, see something you want and do it. Right. You know. Yeah. So, so would you say that you you've just kind of always been that way ever since you were like a kid too? Like, I guess so. Yeah. I, yeah. I were mean, you submersed in like the skateboard culture yeah. or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, anything DIY. Yeah. Like, DIY. Always building stuff. Right. Ramps. Um. I was in a band, like hardcore band. You know. So what it's, band? Uh, we were called Sienna. We never like, okay. Okay. Did anything huge. It was, you know, we, we did play with Norma Jean once oh, and what? you know, that was like, oh my gosh. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember what you were wearing when you played with Norma Jean? <laughs> Actually? Yeah. It was like a sweater or something. And, oh, okay. Yeah, you were the sweater dude. Yeah. The you didn't sweater have a bandana? Dudes. No, no. Okay. We, we were like the sweater dress nice, you know, but then go it. all hardcore and, <laughs> I do remember I like my guitar hit me in the ear and I started bleeding and I was like, this is awesome. Oh, that's badass. And this is perfect. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a perfect scenario for a Norma Jean yeah. show, man. Oh my God. The guy with the bloody ear. <laughs> that's oh. awesome. So I guess, so you, uh, you've always kind of had this DIY mentality. You always wanted to just, like you said, you want something, go yeah. get it. Yeah. So I guess kind of the law of attraction plays into that because yeah. I guess that's not even what you're thinking about. Like, oh, if I think about this, this will happen. You're just kind of, no, fuck it. I'm going to go do it and make it work. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. And I think that's like the, I, I, I think a lot of people are afraid to just do it because of failure. And, yeah. And, you know, that's so cliche to say, like, the more you fail, the, you know, yeah, the more, more you, learn. you learn. Yeah. yeah. All that kind of stuff. But it, there it's is super like, true, though. Yeah and, yeah. and just going out and doing it, you know, right. it's, even with brother and stuff like that, people are coming to me with ideas all the time mm -hmm. and they're like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you? I'm like, I love that. But like, unless I have someone to help execute it or do it, right. like 
everyone's got ideas right and yeah. you know it's um even a lot of people are just like oh yeah i had the idea of doing this a long time ago i'm like cool you didn't do it yeah well i was i, I brought it to market <laughs> before you did yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah man so i guess it's like i don't know you set out to do something um because you have the ambition and drive to do it mm-hmm. and like you said you have people that come up to you all the time and do you have people that come up and say like, Hey, I have this idea for something I want to do. And then you're like, yeah, dude. And you're literally, your only advice is go for it. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Or or a lot of times they think they have to have everything outlined, you know, everything like perfectly, you know, whatever. And I think coming from the freelance life of like, I don't know what checks are coming in, right. You know, next month, but I've been doing it for 10 years. So surely something will happen and then the more time you kind of spend on a plan Mm -hmm. with you i think it's a common theme within like not even entrepreneurs but just creative people is they're never satisfied yeah like an artist is never satisfied with his work you never sit back and you're like oh this is great oh hell yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like i don't know anybody who does that yeah but um yeah and if you're not willing to just continually change and adapt you know to the situation you know and it's like that's why you can't write things down and have it perfectly right you know what i was getting at was when when people have that mentality of, um, you know, oh, you know, I can't fail, so I need to write this plan down mm-hmm. or I need to come up with something like an outline of how to do this. That's just more time kind of wasted. Yeah. And then from experience, you and I both know that that plan's bullshit and yeah. it's probably, <laughs> you're not gonna, yeah. that's not gonna work. Like yeah. you're like day one, it's gonna change. Yeah. And you just wasted a bunch of time if totally. you end up going after yeah. it. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, you can stay to the same like, truths and values and yeah yeah yeah. but i think that's the biggest part it's like you gotta just jump in Mm -hmm. and it's sink or swim now you know yeah and i will say like having a foundation of like values that you you believe in you know for whatever and that's that's kind of like why we moved out of east atlanta because the diy was part of our you know story right and it's like that's what we want to have brother moto be mm-hmm. and you know if 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 we were just like well fuck it you know we'll just be a brand right uh you know i feel like that my my internal compass would have would have like yeah not felt like i gave up right you know right um, right you know and so like it, it's also like a matter of not chasing after the trends or whatever it's like what what's your company or your brand's like internal values right and how do you use those to keep you aligned you know in your vision yeah and um, keep people inspired and yeah. interested yeah at the same time totally yeah man that's kind of our basis too is um the pioneer spirit is like mm-hmm. just like our that's our thing it's our slogan it's the name of this podcast but yeah. it's just like you know if we were to ever stray away from the true meaning of like what we even do we would just be another brand yeah and we would be another drop in a super large bucket yeah and at that point you're kind of short term mm-hmm. because yeah. at, when when it all boils down to it you have no value yeah you know what i mean but i think what you have going on with like the diy thing too is just i i think i know of one other place that's like that but mm-hmm. it's not nowhere in the south yeah it's uh that place in austin okay uh what's it called revival yeah i so, think they kind of have something like that. so they're just a brand and they oh, build okay. they build motorcycles they're incredible dudes and yeah, yeah do awesome work um yeah they they do they build incredible motorcycles there there's a few uh lucky wheels out in california they're buddies of ours um 
and they they opened up one up a while ago um and they just opened a coffee shop too with okay. theirs and like they're doing an awesome job out in la yeah, um, yeah. and then there's standard moto down in florida um and they're jason paul over there is doing a great job they have like a little hair salon and stuff in it oh um, that's neat yeah and there's that's been it. there's been a lot that have been popping up you know I, i'd be proud to say that like we are one of the first yeah um you know to sustain more than a year long right. i've seen a lot come and go you know really quickly yeah um because it is just a daily hustle it's uh, I, I get tired of talking about motorcycles <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and tomorrow I got to go do it and do it again. You know, it's right. like day yeah. after day after day. So do you ever get, um, like fatigued in what you do? And then some, like, cause for me, there's some days, especially now during mm-hmm. the holidays when, you know, you can plan as far ahead as you want, but yeah. it'll never be enough time oh, and totally. you're just like super stressed out and there'll be nights where it'll be like. 3 a.m. and I'm working mm-hmm. on website stuff to yeah. make you know like yeah um that's what people you know. don't realize is like holidays for us and retail and stuff yeah. it's like it's not relaxing a lot of times not at all yeah and we don't really even get to enjoy it until yeah like days before the holidays yeah. and you're like oh thank god <laughs> like there's nothing I can do about anything now yeah. so yeah. it's out it, there if you're happy angry mad yeah. it's waiting until the 26th <laughs> yes <laughs> you know <laughs> But, uh, now like there's some nights where like, you know, I'll work till three on website stuff or, um, you know, doing whatever, just what you have to do to keep it functioning. And that thought will come through my head of like, oh man, a nine to five sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like clocking in and out. Yeah. It's like, I wish that I would like, I could clock out right now and like I get my check on Friday. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. you know, it's just like, there's, there's a lot of stress that goes into doing what you want to do and, mm-hmm. um, how you do it. And, um, you know, like you're responsible for your own check, Yeah, which is, I mean, is, not a lot of people get to say that, mm-hmm. but there's some, t- I've, I've been through this before too, where it was, you know, we were struck, we made some mistakes, struggled real bad, cash flow sucked. Yeah. And I had employees Yeah, and it was like, well, I'm not paying myself, yeah. uh, for the next two or three months yeah. until we get back on track. And that's just what it is. Yeah. And it was just that there's that drive there that keeps me going. But mm-hmm. that whole process was just kind of like, Oh dude, nine to five. I wish yeah. like <laughs> someone else is writing the check. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. Do you ever feel that way? Oh, all the time. Yeah. You know, man. it's, it, I have nine employees and like, you know, I feel responsible for all of them, you know, and well, you are, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very much responsible for them. And, you know, it's like I was up Sunday, Cyber Monday, you know, for I did pulled 18 hours trying to get like sales stuff. A lot, and a lot of that's my own fault for like waiting for the last second. Yeah. You know? But yeah. it's like that's a lot of the way I operate is like by the gut and just like, well, now I got to get it done. Right. And I'm usually much happier than if I spent a month trying to do right. it, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it's like, all right, I'm going to pull all nighter and get this done and like it paid off and you know it's like i'm doing this for my employees and for the brand to be right. able to continue growing yeah and the people that are wanting to buy stuff yeah. from you too <laughs> yeah which yeah that always blows my mind is like a customer choosing you know to either buy our shirts or wear our stuff or come in for coffee you know yeah. it, it's it that i have to sit back and realize like man this is cool someone's actually choosing to do this you know right. no one's making them do it 
unless like we talked about earlier you know say mm. don't buy this and right don't, yeah <laughs> don't don't go to brothermogo.com <laughs> don't do it at don't. all you will hate it <laughs> is uh, that where people can find you brothermogo.com yeah yeah That's high. And, so how what does that look like as as far as like having a brick and mortar because you have a sick ass operation that's physical mm-hmm. and then you have it online yeah like how do you manage how do you manage both of those things and not want to like blow your brains out every day yeah i i think i've yeah i, <laughs> I want to blow my brains out every day. No. yeah uh, that's been that's been tough because it took a while to get the the physical space like up running you yeah know, at, at a good point i i feel like our online kind of uh took a back seat for a long time mm-hmm. and uh and our products and stuff like that just because i was like all right how do we sell coffee right you know yeah, you kind of have four different businesses yeah you have your retail your mm-hmm. coffee your garage yeah and e-commerce yeah and then event rental Holy space <laughs> well and, and it's interesting because like your physical retail company customers are so much different than your online ones mm-hmm. and it's like i kind of forgot about our online ones for a while mm-hmm. and going through like this holiday season it's like oh shit i can't forget about them like they're really the ones keeping us afloat you know and um so trying to i think this next year trying to do better at that uh online you Mm -hmm. know website presence yeah things yeah yeah Um, yeah. and after doing 15 years of like web development and stuff i'm like "Uh, yeah (laughs) it's tough to want to do your own stuff (laughs) when you were doing web development was it e-commerce or was it like uh, just general website informational kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it was general everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of just custom sites for some companies or, I mean, I started with flash, so yeah. it's back with that stuff. And then mm-hmm. a lot of WordPress, uh, I had a company with some buddies that we made like a WordPress theme that was like one of the best selling oh, you know, really? WordPress themes for a while and stuff. So but, you had the number, it was number one. Yeah. It was like the number one on the wordpress.com and then like, uh, just private sales and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it was a, it wasn't me, myself. We, we were a company called 8-Bit. Uh, it was me, Tom, Chris, and John. Um, and like, you know, we just kind of came together. Uh, we had a whole network of blogs. We just knew how to market, you know, yeah. to WordPress people and stuff and to writers. And we made a very, instead of a theme that could do everything, it was just like, this if if you're a blogger like you need to use this right uh or don't use this you okay know, and then they would and um, it was the number one yeah. how much did you sell it for uh i mean we i can't even remember i think it was like 49.99 okay. or like or a hundred dollars with support or something oh, like that. Okay, okay, so okay. uh you know so we had support and we had like support team and stuff we actually had an office and down in uh underground atlanta for a while oh, okay cool. um and rest we, in peace yeah we ended, <laughs> no, we ended up selling it to uh woot themes which was like a big wordpress you know company at the yeah. time too um what made you sell it uh two of the partners had a little thing um like a falling out yeah falling okay. out and i think we were just we we were all basically making a living off of it yeah. uh which, i would imagine if yeah, the number one selling fee yeah. for fifty bucks a pop. <laughs> yeah, and and it was uh, yeah, and we just kind of like decided to call it. You yeah. know, um, I, I think working in the digital world is so different. You know, yeah. it's 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 kind of weird. Like for me, it was weird not pushing out a physical product. Um, you know, something tangible. It was this code that you could delete. And, yeah. You know, it's I I loved it, but I also. 
internally i saw wordpress going down um like which you're kind of right yeah i I feel like it's no one yeah no one uses it nowadays yeah you know it's just kind of like blogs were on the the downfall you Mm -hmm. know I, i feel like eight years ago like everyone had a blog right you know because yeah. there wasn't instagram there wasn't you know um even twitter really as as much as there now is now so yeah so i guess it's like i don't know you saw a decline mm-hmm. but but we were still doing great yeah and and we started coming out with a few other products like we had live theme which was like one of the first like live streaming oh themes. Wow. so like a lot of uh nonprofits or events or churches would use it, you know, to stream like yeah. their, their Sunday stuff. And that's awesome. And, you know, so we're just trying to be innovative with digital, you know. Right. Is there a part of you that wishes that like that wouldn't have happened? Cause it sounds like if there wasn't a falling out, yeah, it might've stretched a little longer. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And like selling it would have been kind of like a, no, we can, if we just stick it out for five more years, long yeah. run, we can make more money and within those five years and yeah. this big fat check now or yeah it, like, I, I i don't know yeah i i i honest it feels like such a lifetime ago that it's just like at a time i was just like all right cool i'll, I'll yeah. just go design you know and yeah. like that's all i cared about was design and you know front-end development stuff right um and yeah i i i, I think we would have stuck it out and we would have just kept on pivoting into different markets right and all that like and i love all those guys yeah. um but now I'm definitely just like my mindset's not in that, you know, startup world anymore. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't sound like you were really into the startup <laughs> world when you were doing it. You were yeah. just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think that's the thing. Just, but it probably would have turned into that. Mm-hmm. And do you think you would have hated it? Uh, yeah. Because I, I, I do now. Because <laughs> no, I like, do hate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I, I'm tired of the startup culture of you know silicon valley valley and like all these new digital products and how they're revolutionary and Mm -hmm. like i'm just i'm just tired of that shit it's just um why you should sign up for the 15 day trial today (laughs) no credit card required (laughs) well and seeing these companies that just have barely an idea get millions of dollars in funding Mm -hmm. and then shut down after nothing you know they don't do whatever they're supposed to do it's i'm just yeah not into it i'm not into it yeah you know it, it it has its place but i think it's it's doing something to us as a society and like i know it stresses me out and yeah i'd much rather just throw my phone well it's away. interesting to see like we'll hear about that you know you had like a really i guess it was a business mm-hmm. right a really successful business that you sold um and you kind of saw it going a certain way maybe or yeah. i guess like you said at the time you're like whatever fuck yeah. it yeah sure <laughs> but i mean like as you're older and you're growing you're kind of happy you made that decision yeah but you've also took taken that idea of being sick of that like mm-hmm. that culture which i think there are some benefits to it i think people do have great ideas within yeah. that culture but there's lots of them mm-hmm. and then you know the strongest survives yeah. but it's just i get what you're saying but you've honestly taken that and said let's flip that on its head and this is brother moto yeah like <laughs> this is community driven this yeah. is this is not that this yeah. is like you are so physical. funded by the community and you have so much support and it's like i don't know it's it's like a physical thing it's mm-hmm. it's tangible it's not just like yeah hey here's this new uh scooter app yeah yeah totally <laughs> totally you know what i mean yeah <laughs> well uh, yeah and a lot of that's just like 
I don't know, having, having fun with whatever you're doing. And, um, you know, I feel like a lot of my personality is coming out through brother moto as far as like, I want people to feel welcome when they come in this space and motorcycles have been scary for a long time, you know, to a lot Mm -hmm. of people, they don't know, they don't feel like they're cool enough. And, you know, it's like, I walk around brother and it's like, there's a lot of creatives, people that don't have a bike, you know, never even thought about having a bike. And I love that, you yeah. know, just that they feel welcomed and accepted in this space. Yeah. It kind of gives them the spot to kind of progress in an area that mm-hmm. they were scared of at first. Yeah. Like thought it was a little clicky. Yeah. It turns out it's like, Oh no, this place is, yeah, we're this not, is rad. Yeah. So you're kind of culturally being in, innovative yeah. and, and to a certain like niche of, yeah. of like a, yeah. Cause bikers have group. like the, hell's angels you yeah. know like that that kind of stereotype and it's like no we're all just people you dude know? the so i lived in south carolina for a little bit mm-hmm. in this town called florence nice have you ever heard of that if you go to myrtle uh, beach you have to drive through, through it. florence okay uh 20 inns in florence <laughs> and then it's like three hours to the beach or whatever but anyways florence is like uh it's not it's not really a city yeah but it is the biggest city within like probably a 150 mile radius (laughs) uh but anyways it's i was always kind of i loved it because it was small Mm -hmm. and everybody there knew each other and like hung out and i don't know it it was just a really cool community but with it being kind of in the middle of the nowhere and in the south it was also extremely racist (laughs) uh so my buddy one time was like hey dude let's go to this um this biker bar it's like you know two miles away um cash only they have like literally the best hot dogs and burgers you got (laughs) we gotta go and i was like okay cool and it was like dollar beers and stuff and we pull in and it was like i I can't explain it geographically or like physically but it was hidden like they had no signs anything (laughs) um and it was a members only club nice I don't know if you know what those are yeah. or not, but, uh, yeah. So we walk up and we go through this door and there's a sign that says members only. And I was like, yo, what's up with this? Like, is your dad like a member or something? Like, or is that why we can walk in here? And he was like, oh no, you're a member too, dude. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? He's like, you're white. Oh, and I was like, uh, <laughs> you're kidding, right? No, I'm being dead serious. There's like three of them in this town. And they're members only clubs and your membership is your skin color. Oh my God. And they're all biker bars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So like that was like I never really I've never really cared for motorcycles. Yeah. Um, like growing up. Now I do. I love the aesthetic of them. I don't yeah. have one. I want one. Well, that would I'm more of an old <laughs> Yeah. Well, I have an old truck. I have a nineteen seventy four yeah, you do. Uh, pickup. So I know enough about engines, but I've just always been into the vintage car scene yeah. rather than like motorcycles. Which I think a lot of them are <laughs> hand in hand. But anyways, that like dude, scary as hell. <laughs> like people with jackets on with swastikas oh, and gosh. like rebel flags and uh yeah, so I, I wanted to leave, but I was with a group of, like, five people, and, like, all four of us with this guy were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's get out of here. I feel like my ass is about to get beat. Yeah. Like, and uh, they they did have, I will say, they did have a really good hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am sad to say that I did give them a dollar for the hot dog, oh, so man. I did support that. But I was starving. Um <laughs> But fuck that place. <laughs> wow. But that was like, like at that point I was like, Jesus Christ, is yeah. this like, 
how is this? This still is a the thing? culture of yeah. motorcycles because I mean, all I, I've never known. Like, what you're doing is you're providing a culture for like normal non-racist <laughs> people yes. to, to like get into motorcycles. Yeah. But I think in the past it kind of has been this like stigma yeah. of like we all ride Harleys and yeah. have jackets and we're in a club totally. and like this string that hangs from my handlebar when we yeah. drive down the roads for me to break your fucking mirror <laughs> off if you piss me off. You know, like, exactly. so I always thought Everyone's it was trying like trying to be that. a badass. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, living in that town, mm-hmm. it was like anytime I saw somebody on a motorcycle, I was like, I wonder you if he's going to that yeah. club, yeah. you know, or one of these. So totally. there's like this racist, like... <laughs> element to it <laughs> that's so crazy well that, and that's one of the things that is like even in that scenario it's like i feel like everyone just wants to belong to something yeah and so you know it's like everyone's insecure in a way and they just they want to be part of a group where they belong and unfortunately in that case they're all racist you know yeah. assholes well, i think that's a but, product of like that city yeah totally too, you know like there's really nothing else totally you know what i'm saying which mm-hmm. i think is why a lot of um people move out of that city that are our age because <laughs> they're like, like yeah, this will never change. Stuck. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was, I just, I just remembered that, man. I can't believe I, I'm getting like feelings of walking in there and how gross I feel of just like being in there, dude. Like, oh my God, it was, it was insane. I'm trying to think of the names so you guys can like figure it out and like go and like egg it or something like that. Cause that's like, that'd be the most badass thing. Yeah. Go and throw eggs at their <laughs> When we do that, when we do the outro, I'll look it up <laughs> because fuck that place. Seriously. That was, that was nuts. But you're a members only club too. All right. We technically are, I guess. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we we allow anyone and everybody. <laughs> Good. We Good. we we actually have a lot of female riders and stuff coming in lately, yeah, which has um, been cool. So there's that there's a group called the Lady Fingers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What yeah. are they about? Uh, I, they're kind of like the OG Atlanta like females, you know, riding crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so they'll they'll come hang out, you know, and then uh, we're getting a lot of lady just riders stopping in. Uh. You know, once we chat to them, they're like, man, I, I wanted to like be part of something and didn't know where to go. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we have some girls that like are wrenching on their bikes, That's uh, cool. you know, get, getting them up and running. And that's just really cool to see. Um, yeah. And support that. Cause that's kind of like a, usually like going back to it mm-hmm. growing up and it's, it's girls are on lady. the back yeah, of the motorcycles. Totally. So now they're riding. Oh, they're riding. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. So yeah, you've done the tech startup, you've built WordPress themes, um, started a company. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Survived like a massive roadblock. What is like um, some of the stuff you've learned along the way as far as like how to benefit from failure? Because I think that when you went through that garage thing in East Atlanta, mm-hmm. I would say that probably 99% of people would have said, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what have you learned along the way that's kind of like, I don't know, that you can share with anybody that's trying to start anything? Because um, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of other quote unquote failures that you've been like, well, yeah. I'm not going to do that again. But yeah. then at the same time, you've probably had lots of success mm-hmm. but ended up suffering from it as yeah. well. So it's like, I don't know, coming from the tech world, to a DIY motorcycle shop. <laughs> like, you know, what's some advice you can give to people that um, are too afraid to go after things mm-hmm. or um, are doing it right now and are struggling and don't know if they should give up or keep going? Like, yeah. I don't know. Let's pick yeah, your brain a little bit. Pick- what's your best <laughs> advice? <laughs> I, you know, I, I honestly, I'm trying to think back to those different situations. And I think one of the most, I've kind of always just stumbled along. I almost feel like, like, yeah. you know, people think I have some, some like vision. I do have a vision, but like, you know, some plan for everything, but mm-hmm. it, it, but it is just that like picking yourself up every day and just doing it, um, and going right. for it and not, not really listening to what everyone else is saying or wanting or their ideas, you know, but just going with your gut, um, in a lot of situations, and kind of not being devastated if it doesn't work out. You right. Know? I've seen some people, if they fail or like doesn't work out the way they, they hoped, uh, they, it crumbles them and they're, mm-hmm. you know, not able to like move on. So, you know, always, always just believing in yourself. It sounds so cheesy, but like believe in yourself and that you're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and what, how can you turn that negative into a positive? You right. know, it's like, um, the startup stuff. It's like, I learned a shit ton about marketing and mm-hmm. like working the online presence and, you know, even customer service and stuff like that, how to talk yeah. to people online. Um, and then the garage stuff, it's like, now we have a much bigger space. It made us, it made us like really look at brother motos okay how we're gonna how are we gonna get employees and be able to pay them and you know what do we have to do the business model right you know so it's like those failures turn into great positives just Mm -hmm. because we we it pushed us to to go further and think deeper about things right um so it's kind of like um i use this analogy a lot but kind of riding a wave mm -hmm. it's like you don't really know what it's going to look like, yeah. but you know you're going to be riding it. Yeah, and, it's kind of and, like, and you got to be somewhat ready for it. And yeah. you got to believe in yourself to be able to, to ride that wave. Right, you know? and you, got, you also have to know when to get off mm-hmm. and start a new one, Yeah, right? Totally. Yeah, so it's kind of like what I was getting with that analogy is for the tech startup yeah. to, to Brother Moto. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's really rad. So did you go to school for any of this stuff? No. <laughs> I didn't even graduate high school. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I was uh I was homeschooled and then went to like a year of 
public school and then it, you just said I don't I like this. Like, I don't like this. And Dude, that makes your story way more <laughs> badass. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have a GED or anything? Uh, I got a GED, oh, okay, but cool. I don't. I never even received. I wish a diploma. you would have said no. Yeah, well, like, I never received yeah. a diploma, and I don't even. I, maybe I have matter. it. I don't know if it like it doesn't matter. Actually, came through. So I took the test. Maybe I passed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you own a really awesome business, yeah, and uh, it's, it looks like it's going really well. So. <laughs> Goes out there to show you that uh, school's pretty uh, useless. It's like pretty stupid. <laughs> <And> honest, <laughs> I don't want to go on a rant, but like even people in design world and stuff, there's so many resources out there like oh, to be able yeah. to learn anything and do anything. And I see people getting in debt and spending $60,000, yes. you know, yeah. getting their art degree. And I think I, I, I do. I think some people need that push, but it's bullshit and like, there's yeah there's so much you can do yeah um, no, I, I, I think i realized thing. that when you know my my friends were going through college and i was doing design work making a living you right. know and like they're gonna be they're still paying off their debts right and um, after they get out of college they have to go through an internship yeah unpaid. yeah totally you know what i mean yeah, yeah. No, it's more about what you do and produce and work yeah you know, that you put out there that that matters well and i think it also kind of goes to show that like if if you have the drive and the passion and just their overall, like, I don't know, kind of ha have that pioneer spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't think it matters as yeah. long as like you're attentive to what you're doing mm -hmm. um, and you care. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And like you actually go for something. It's proof that like you don't really need that. Yeah. If, if what you want to do mm -hmm. doesn't require that. Now, when we talk about I mean? wanting a cushy nine to five job, it's like. It's a little different. Yeah, you might need you might need to go to school and you know yeah, learn but some I mean, financing like, degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm on kind of on the same page with you as like with college. You know, I I, I do think that school is important mm -hmm. for certain things. Yeah, but uh, not for starting your own company yeah. or like I mean you can go to school and learn business and stuff. But yeah, um, to but be you can honest, also you hire someone to do that stuff. Yeah, and that that's like what I've learned a lot of is like things that I'm not good at and don't have the skills for hire them, you know, and right. find a way to, to get them on board. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I just, I don't understand sometimes why people put themselves through that, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt yeah. for, uh, no offense, psychology degree. Yeah. And then they're selling BMWs, uh, <laughs> after, after college. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is, but yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of sad and frustrating at the same time. Cause you know, that's not what they will really want to be yeah. doing, you know? So yeah. it's kind of like, I think that's why we wanted to do this podcast was because I have lots of friends that are like that, mm -hmm. that kind of either gave up on their dreams or didn't ever pursue them yeah. for comfortability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you're not happy. So why, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, breaking down the barrier yeah. is what we're trying to do. Cause I know like when people look at brother moto, and they look at Jared Erickson like online, they probably think like, oh, dude, look at this badass. He owns this like really tight company. <laughs> like I bet they're fucking killing it. They make millions. I don't oh, know what like, people think that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, they do. But I'm looking at you right now and you, you, we go through the same thing. It's all an illusion that people mm -hmm. come up with in their head. Yeah. It's like, they don't understand. Like I see you on Instagram on your story and it's like, I'll wake up at five and you're like, slept at the shop because you're busting ass <laughs> yeah. making your shit work yeah you know what i mean like that's yeah. part of it but yeah. 
to somebody on the outside who doesn't know you and just kind of kind of sees it, they're going, "Oh man, they have everything under control." Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, dude, you were up until six a.m. on Sunday for Cyber Monday sales. <laughs> yeah, when and I was doing the same thing. Yeah, totally. But like real legit like companies have that stuff planned out like mm-hmm. in August. Yeah, you know what I mean. And a whole staff like, of people. I'm too busy to do in it. August with with stuff I have to deal with at that very moment to even start thinking about Cyber Monday. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But um, that's kind of what it is. If we're just breaking down the barrier of like this kind of shit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there, um, there's a lot of days it sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it sucks really bad. Yeah. I would say that there's more days that suck than are good, but the good ones yeah. are totally like worth all the oh, shitty totally. days. Yeah. When I, when yeah. I saw sales come in and I just was like, man, this, this is awesome. It was worth right, it. That, that's worth it. Yeah. You know, it's totally worth on it. cloud nine exhausted, but on cloud nine. Well, where can people kind of like find you? Like, um, Obviously, brothermoto.com. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, brother underscore moto. Mm. Um, I hate that for you. I know. <laughs> so I don't know why it doesn't have the not underscore version. Who's got that account? No one. So I guess I could what? probably just hit them up and see what's... No one has it. it just change the name. Well, it won't let us. It, uh, it says that account's not available, but no one has it. Oh, okay. So I don't know why. Um, yeah. And then Damn. personally, it's just all is well on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah. Where's the uh, Brother Moto location at for people uh, who made yeah, have seen in it live in Atlanta and they just don't know where it's at? So it's a 670 Memorial Drive. Uh, it's right a, right across the street from the new Grand House. It's mm-hmm. a white warehouse it's building. Memorial and Boulevard. Uh, yeah, it's right? yeah, it's close to that yeah, intersection. The corner, sort of. Yeah, nice. yeah. So stop in for some coffee and. Nice. It's you want to plug like a code, man? Like, <laughs> save fifteen percent off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. How about sure? Go for uh, it. How about twenty five percent off any anything on our website? But, um, with code. With code. Uh, Let's see. It's got to be good. Pi. The brother motos. The brother motos. <laughs> the brother motos. Yes. So save twenty five percent off using the code the brother motos. The brother motos. Yes. Exclusive <laughs> discount code for our listeners. Yes. <laughs> well, dude, I appreciate you being here, man. This was yes. awesome getting to know you and um likewise. Yeah. We'll be talking soon. We'll probably do another episode with you, follow up, Sweet. all that cool shit. So all right, dude. Sweet. Thanks for having uh no. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for having thanks for uh, having uh, your voice on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
without me knowing it, the greatest move I ever made because my wife came to me and she was like, your dream car is like a Jeep Wrangler, right? Mm. I'm like, yeah. And she was like, you can buy a Jeep Wrangler and you can do anything you want to it. <laughs> Just if no you don't motorcycle. Own, a, own a motorcycle. <laughs> Uh, and and, I, and that's what I drive a Jeep Wrangler. That's, I drive a lifted Jeep Wrangler that I got well, to I do could, anything I wanted to. I got to try that on my. <laughs> wallet, dude. I my my dream my dream car, and it, it has been for a very long time. But it's whatever the newest model Tacoma is, and the highest lined, uh, edition one. Yep. So yep. whatever it is, that's the, that's it. That's uh, it. And like they just get better year after year after year. So yeah, I might I might pull the motorcycle thing on her. But yeah, um great story. All that good stuff. Miller Lite, still waiting on that. That uh, sponsorship's sponsorship. coming. Uh like, you know, subscribe, tell us how we can do better. How we can do better. Um and if you were going to give this podcast a bad review, we're about to give you a free <laughs> business idea. <laughs> Um, so you can't say you didn't get anything out of this podcast. You can say, well, I have this business idea now and it's free and if, if it's up to you to start it. And if you don't, then fuck you. That's your fault. Um, <laughs> it, but is, Dan, it is your fault. It I'm is joking. Your fault. But Dan's got one yep, for this episode. I so I am going to play the role of Mark Cuban on Shark Tank. Okay. And you are going to play the role of the stay at home mom who has this amazing business idea that i have not heard yet there you go um and i legit have not heard this you haven't you haven't here's here's what i don't i don't know why this hasn't happened or existed yet where someone finds like the top 20 coolest airbnbs this is the simplest version okay and then there's a very costly version of this as well so you've thought of this yeah okay but the simplest version would be to connect with like the top 25 Airbnb locations ac- around the world and put it under a single banner of like a brand, like a sub brand inside of Airbnb that like, mm. you know, if it says like that name, it's literally like creating like a, uh, like a hotel chain with, right. the, with the top 25 Airbnbs and then like adding in like a concierge service of like a single phone line that they can call and like get any information or like for those different locations Mm -hmm. and basically use the most popular Airbnbs as a chain of like a hotel chain. Got it. Or begin small and like start to build up like your own real estate and like basically use Airbnb to kind of launch your own small like boutique hotel chain. Dude. Okay. Good idea. But I just watched a video on people actually doing that in like New York City and how it's ruining the housing market. Dang. So I'm Tom from Tom Shoes. Here we go. You ready? I'm Blake. Yeah. (laughs) No. For that reason, I am not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Sticking with my day job. No, no. I I like that idea. It was on. um, God, what is that show called? Um, We have Sling TV because. A cable is just way too much money. But, oh, it's uh, Adam Ruins Everything. Have you ever watched that show? Mm-hmm. It's on True TV. Okay. Um, and he's talking about, like, um, the housing market. And, uh, you know, people are like, oh, it's such a good investment to own a home. And he tells you, like, you know, it's not a bad idea to buy a home. However, like, unless you have your money diversified in other investments, it's not a good investment mm-hmm. because it has a history of crashing within the last like 
20 years mm-hmm. really bad. And he was just like going over it. And he was like, yeah, you know, the difference between paying rent and having a mortgage is you're just paying a bank instead of a landlord. Sure. And the bank doesn't fix things. When it's broken. <laughs> broken. <laughs> and like, it was just like, uh, you know, stuff I never thought of before. And like, obviously there's some like, uh, it's a scenario to scenario thing, but sure. like goes to commercial and comes back. And then he starts talking about how Airbnb has all these issues with it. And, uh, like landlords for like apartment complexes, like in, in New York city, right? Like they have like, you know, a small building with like 40 units and they have like tenants that are staying there, sure. but he's making more money by Airbnb uh, evicting units, uh, and, and Airbnb them all through the week. But if you stay there, he's just raising the price until you get up. And apparently it's happening like everywhere, like in, in like big cities. And it's really? like in those. And yeah, and it's raising the price of like affordable rent within cities. So dang. But I think there's a way around that. All right. What's you your know solution? What I mean? No, I'm just saying oh. like instead of like a, a instead hotel of chain. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's say you just invest in properties throughout let's just say the u.s right yeah. like you have a uh, really dope airbnb in miami like yeah that, hot spots like yeah miami new york city i'm thinking Austin, houses LA. like not like buying a high rise yeah. like but buying like yeah you have there's like this house like in what because i feel like sorting through airbnb is annoying and this is how bad our generation yeah. is like i have to search through 25 search results like just i just want to i just well, want to brand justified though right because some listings look like absolute shit right yeah, you know, you have to sit and through some 20 look, of them. Some look awesome, and then you show up, and you're like, this is not what I exo- That's thought happened. I was getting. That has happened to me before, yeah. And so yeah. if there was a brand name that everyone knew, like, hey, the, like... Trusted source of you will not be disappointed if this you is a, this This Airbnb. is a Duncan home. I'm going to even put my name on it. It's a Duncan home. And, oh. and like, and you're like, oh, I know not only is the house going to be exactly what I see here, but there's a support service. There's like right. all these added amenities. There's like excursions you can book through them. Like discounted ex- experiences. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, benefits. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Benefits. Yeah, totally. yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. That's a cool idea. So however, someone should do it. Not me. However, if a CEO from Airbnb is listening right now, you're fucked. <laughs> this is trademarked. Yeah. We have uh, already trademarked this. So do not do this. <laughs> No, I like that idea. Dude. Yeah, that's cool. I wish that, I mean, they have like, uh, when you get on Airbnb, they have the listings of like, this is a, uh, what do they call them? A super host. Yes. Right. But the super host doesn't mean, mean shit about the way the place looks. Like nope. for instance, on the next episode that we do is with my buddy Dave and yep. my buddy Dave and I took a trip to Denver last year and, um, well, current year when we did the interview or whatever but we went to denver and we booked what we thought was this like really really dope airbnb and we get there and it was like it was in a basement with very very low ceilings and it smelled like really really moldy Mm. and weird and it was just not what we were expecting and to make a very long story short when i first moved to the city dave was living down here with his wife girlfriend at the time and they uh had to evacuate the place they were living because they had bed bugs and like bad bed bugs dude like it affected the whole complex there was like four units in it like it was a quadruplex and so he's like scarred for life anywhere he stays it's not his home he has to check for bed bugs no and guess what we found in the bed bed bugs yep 
mm-hmm. his scarring actually had benefits. Yeah, and you know what's really fucked up too is Airbnb didn't refund me my money for that. Really? Yeah. I wish there was an alternative other than uh, there's like another one that's VRBO. Yeah, and my my first experience with VRBO was horrible too. VRBO like, sucks, dude. Yeah, so it's literally the worst website ever. Yeah, my wife and I stayed in a yurt in Asheville, North Carolina, actually with Dave and his wife <laughs> last year for my wife's birthday, and it was like horrible, dude. And we paid way too much <laughs> money. Wait, we were like, this will be sweet. Nah, man, it was horrible. I was but. sold. I was sold on staying in a yurt for this. I was working, so that I'm prefacing this. Uh, I was working this uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, Camp Mars, and they have this, like, retreat where, like, all of the most hardcore 30 Seconds to Mars fans, like, go, and they had, like, I we our crew stayed in their, in their high-end yurt. It mm. would might as well have been a fire festival yurt, bro. Oh like, it was, it was terrible. It was sold as this high-end experience, and it was, like, it was basically fire festival. They just happened to, like, not be called out right 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 i never heard about that mm-hmm. hmm yep that sucks it jared, is what it is get the, your shit the, together the, jared the, leto the checks the checks cleared so yeah well at least they have that yeah i think that set the bar like pretty low after watching that documentary for fire festival it's like well at least uh this didn't happen <laughs> like if either of our businesses fail it's like at least I'm not fucking fire festival. <laughs> at least like, I'm not in prison, bro. <laughs> yeah, at least I didn't scam anybody. <laughs> I'm just looking for a job. You know, there's like that ease of like, mm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> it's all good. We have a safety net now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, the bar was set so low by you. It's all good. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I Took mean, in sense of team. failure, the bar is really high. <laughs> so, sure, let's go for it. But, uh, yeah, I like that idea. So, um. If you wanna, if you wanna do that, go for it. It's on the table. Free ideas. In the, That's what we're here for. It's in the universe. Like, uh, universe. like we said, next time one of our favorite Atlanta photographers uh, is gonna come on the show and, and talk to us about how uh, he went from picking up a camera to being one of the go-to shooters here in Atlanta. Yep, and I have his name tattooed on my butt. No, you do not. I fucking do, and he's got my name on his. What's funny is he's got jaw. Jaw. It's a little heart with jaw in mine. Says <laughs> mine mine is actually Dave, but it's it's spelled um backwards and in reverse. So I think that's right. So when you look in the mirror So when I look in the mirror it says Dave. Dave. But like if you look at it directly it, it, It's a mirrored it, version of Dave. Yes. Because that's the only time I ever get to see it. That's how <laughs> I, we did that when we were like uh 19 years old that's amazing (laughs) all right guys all right till next time y'all miller light miller light holla As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.